Hello, I'm James Valentine. This is Headroom, a podcast based upon conversations and ideas first discussed and heard on my live radio show on ABC Radio Sydney, but here given a little more space and some further reflection. I am not a spreadsheet guy. I don't mind a to-do list. I don't mind a list of numbers and a budget, but there's not been much in my life that's required a spreadsheet. I understand that for many, it's a fundamental tool of their life. My accountant can show me a spreadsheet that documents every method I've used for wasting money in the last 12 months. Always impressive. But although not my world, I knew that there are people who use them perhaps not just for work, but in almost every aspect of their life. They didn't just follow the banking and the spending, they loved them. I wanted them to talk to me. Yeah, a little bit too much. Always have been, but um, particularly on my maternity leave. Of your maternity leave, okay. Yeah, I think I should have gone back to work a little bit earlier. Um, <laughs> but I was on maternity leave and I had all the, the shopping lists and all the rest of it. But I also had a pie chart that um, showed me what I was using my time for with my daughter. Wow, you made a pie chart of the time you were spending with your daughter. Yeah, so I used Excel and, you know, how much was I devoting to fine motor skills or routine times or naps and then I, yeah, made it into a pie chart and laminated it. <laughs> what did this tell you? Did you say, I'm, I'm napping too much and I need to be spending more playing time? What did, what did it say? Yeah, yes, I was always kind of reassessing, oh, you know, that's a very, very large chunk of time that I've spent changing nappies. So I think I need to um, try and sort things out a little bit. I own a Did you realise you can't control the nappy that, you know, that's, that's entirely your daughter's going to be dealing with, going to be presenting you with that? Yeah, well, that was very frustrating, actually. So I ended up going back to work. <laughs> <laughs> and so you've always been organised. So these are what you just described. Then you would mm. you would you would do in any aspect of your life. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Even before that, I had you know the four weekly rotating meal plan with the associated shopping list, and you know, it was always part of my life. I like the way you said you know the four weekly rotating meal plan. Like that's the thing that people do. Oh yeah, well, it should be. It should be part of everyone's life. Do you have a four-weekly rotating meal plan with associated shopping lists on a spreadsheet? I am the shopper and cooker in my household. I do shop a few meals ahead, but a four-weekly rotating meal plan? I'm in awe. Alison? Yeah, hello, James. Thank you for scheduling this call. How long have I got? Uh, five minutes. Five minutes? Okay, yeah. that's plenty of time. Describe <laughs> the, the place of the spreadsheet in your life. Oh, boy, oh, boy, i got spreadsheets for everything. Every weekend I plan the week ahead down to the minute detail, menu. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I did my shopping today and I bought 40 beans. <laughs> We're going to need 20 beans. <laughs> 40 beans. <laughs> because wow. we're going to need 20 beans for our dinner on oh, tonight and looking at my schedule now and 20 beans on Thursday. Like a handful? Would, have, would that have... No, no. 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 It's got no, to be... It works out... Is that 10 each? Yes. That's 10 each. <laughs> How many anyway, potatoes did you buy? Uh, six today. Six. What, what size? Yes. Like a fist or a bit smaller? I just did Dutch creams, you know, just... Oh. For slicing up and making chips. Cause well, that sounds quite random. That sounds a little bit loose, Alison. <laughs> and then I have all my supermarkets and shops mapped out. I've got maps of them. So I know exactly where things are. 
and my shopping list is constructed according like like a map. Ah. So I can kind of go into IGA and I can do an entire shop in about eight minutes because I can just go bang, 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 bang. Yeah. I know exactly where everything is located and I can just... It's wow. so time efficient. What happens when they change the supermarket round? Do you remap it? You know, my local organic place did that yeah, and that it did my head in, actually, did, yeah. and I'm still getting used to it. I love your shopping your spread, your shopping spreadsheet, your 40 bean approach to life. It's <laughs> very good. What is... It sounds a bit anal, doesn't it? No, not at all. No. Why would you think that? I don't the know. word anal had not come into my head, Alison. A word OCD oh, had come into my head, but yeah, not. Yeah, maybe. Um, the... I keep expenditure records too. I can tell you exactly ah. what I've spent every day of the year and. What? At the end of every financial year, I work out... I'm like the lady with the pie charts. I work out how much we spent on food, how much we spent on pets. Mm. I can, it's all broken down. What did you spend yesterday? Yeah, I've got it right in front of me here. <laughs> I haven't actually toted it up, but wow. just doing rough mental math. You're a math. bit late. Well, what's the last day you've got, Saturday? No, no, Sunday. I did some oh, shopping Sunday. yesterday. I yeah. went to the supermarket, the okay. butcher and the fruit shop, and I bought some petrol. Yeah, oh, that's good. All so, the, all the... A rough so what's... it looks about $140 just roughly. Well, let's say that I can understand food and, and you know, expenditure being a spreadsheet and being something you'd, you'd organise. What's something that I wouldn't expect you've got a spreadsheet on? Uh, when you go away on a holiday... Yeah. You know, you have your things all listed with the little boxes and you tick them off as you put them in and then you tick them off as you take them out of the bag. No. You know? You see, you said that like, you know, you do that thing. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. I walk around the house going, oh, that's a nice book. I haven't read that yet. And there's my, where's my swimmers? Like, oh, no. Yeah, I have it mapped out exactly how many pairs of underpants. Right. Is there, is there a spreadsheet for spontaneity? Sometimes you, I wish there was. Have you got something planned? Like, does four o'clock Saturday you go, no idea? It freaks me out. If Who knows? <laughs> if, if there's a gap that's too big on the spreadsheet, it freaks me out a bit. If there's a gap too big on the spreadsheet, it freaks me out a bit. It's a particular approach to life. It does suggest that you like things to be under control. If there's a gap or you're a bean short, then there's trouble. See, I was almost surprised to get calls because these are people who schedule their lives down to the last minute. So how would they cope with randomly ringing a radio station to talk about their lives? It's not in the spreadsheet. Hi, James. Sorry to hold you up. I know you've been there for a while. Are you on schedule still? Uh, four and a half minutes till I reach the bottom gates of school, so away you go. Okay, you're still fine then. What have you got spreadsheets for, Alexi? I'm duly impressed by the other guys, definitely, and I'm mm. super excited. I've got my own camping list and things too, but my favourite mm. thing about spreadsheets is when they talk to each other. Oh, how's that work? So, well, you organise your hours and, and you work out how much it costs for each hour and then that feeds through to another spreadsheet that then becomes your budget and how much you can expect to earn and then that feeds through to another spreadsheet, which is how much you can expect to spend. And wow. then that's a portion to each of the sections of your household and then if you've gone over budget, you know, and then you can inform other members of the household because that all synchronises. I am so frightened of you. <laughs> and then also you can have a calendar that's synchronised across all members of the family too and you can colour code that 
so everyone knows what's going on with the family routine as opposed to the social, as opposed to stuff to do with work, mm. as opposed to medical. So, yeah, you synchronise it across um, hmm. lots of different platforms. Alison bought 40 beans. Uh, you've coordinated all your activities into the one spreadsheet. Is there anything that you're organising that, and that is on the spreadsheet that others might consider unusual? the fact that we run businesses within the household and when you run your own businesses and you've got fluctuating income then you need to know how that changes from month to month and that can be quite frightening some months and really great other months so you just need to budget it really carefully that way and and that's why the synchronisation is really great because then you know how much money is coming in the door. It's tricky when you've got family businesses like that. that oh, but you mean liter- really you mean literally stuff. businesses, like your job is literally. running. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you don't mean that you run the third child as a small business. <laughs> I run my dog a little bit that way. We have a, a budget budget for her, and I know exactly how much we spend on dog food and and uh, and apportioning it out, so I know how much I need to buy at what point I need to buy the dog food next. Isn't that when the bag is empty? No, no, James. No. And then, you run the risk of not, and then you run the risk of going to the supermarket and paying a premium instead of getting ahead of yourself and buying, say, three bags at a really discounted rate, but you need to know when to buy the three bags. Wow. Why do you do all this, Alexi? Because it's fun. Because then everything is calm and collected and I feel so organised and it's a zen moment. It's a zen moment when everything is very organised. Uh. If things are up in the air, unlike Alison, if I don't know what I'm doing for three hours, that's like mean just being completely frayed and frazzled because I don't like change and I don't like things uh, coming out of the blue. So I, I really like to know exactly what's going on right. at any point in time. Moving house is, is a fun time in our Moving house you love because it, they can all be, each teacup can be on a spreadsheet. Colour coding is fun when moving house, but not oh. knowing quite what's going on and things having out of your control is a little bit But scary. so much to get to control. True. Yeah. True. We've got to yeah. flip it around like that, don't we? We've got to yeah. flip it around to what more can we organise? The other thing I love doing is I have an A3 laminated piece of paper that goes on the fridge that has, you know, who's doing what in the morning for kids' activities, what lunches are the kids having, which is based on what dinners the kids are having the night before, which is based on when I can go shopping because of the after-school activities. Wow. That's and so is, is that a laminate that you produce each day? No, 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 that's done every half year. So you've got the winter sport and then you've got the summer sport. So you have to reproduce it halfway through the year once all the summer sports and the winter sports are locked in for their times that they, that they coach and train and then times that they've got games. So once that's locked in, then you can do the next one. I get a little bit, you know, up-tipped when I don't know what the schedule is, but mm. once I know, then it can go down on the A3 spreadsheet and everything's fabulous again. Alexi, have you reached the top gate? Um, no, I'm, I'm, you've still got 30 seconds, but I, I will be ahead of time. I'll be ahead of schedule. You'll be ahead of time, but then you won't know what to do for those 30 <laughs> seconds. You'll be, you'll be a I'm, mess. I'm sure I can squeeze in something. We are all different. My favourite weekend is the one where I have two days off and I don't really know what I'm doing. I'd like to be able to live most days like that. Not Alexi. Sarah's father is a spreadsheet maniac. Sure, he's listening. Mm. So... <laughs> I have to say nice things, but he's a maniac. He's a maniac. And what, what's his latest spreadsheet? This is the latest one that I have seen. It was a spreadsheet he pulled out after organising a long trip in his new caravan. And he mm-hmm. had day-by-day kilometres, which town he should be in, how much petrol he should spend, and what food they would need. What else do you need to go camping? Right, tyre pressure on the caravan. How much rice he needs, um, <laughs> what he's cooking that night in the... <laughs> 
conversational yes. topics for you know yes. in the caravan park. Yes. And so he's always yes. been like this. Everything's always been organised. Yes, very organised. Okay, fine. You can organise the dog food, but can you save the world? My name is Sereke Gorringe. I'm the national director for Uniting World, which is an organisation that works to support uh, fight poverty and injustice overseas. Now, can spreadsheets help in this situation? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. How does a spreadsheet help fight poverty around the world? (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, there are obvious uses for spreadsheets, like budgets. And spreadsheets are really good for keeping track of your money and because we have to be accountable and uh, to our donors and to our partners and exactly where every dollar goes, spreadsheets are really, really useful. I have a board member who refers to uh, us as occasionally um, saving the world one spreadsheet at a time uh, because... <laughs> I think it's possible that, you know, the board papers contained one more spreadsheet than, you know, they were expecting. <laughs> I am starting to see the, the image of saving the world one spreadsheet at a time. It's powerful. Indeed. <laughs> and uh, we, we also use spreadsheets. We're a church-based agency, so Uniting World was set up by the Uniting Church to do this work overseas. So we often have to talk to other organisations, stakeholder organisations, and spreadsheets are actually quite useful because they're a universal language among people who do complicated things. <laughs> So, so rather than sending a, a memo or a document, we'd often send a spreadsheet. <laughs> so, if you anyway. talk spreadsheet, then it's like, ah, I get you now. Exactly. Yeah. It is I who am limited in this in this area. Absolutely. Oh, I've just thought of something else that spreadsheets are really good for because we have grants from, you know, government grants and, and uh, other grants that we use for our work. And what people who give you grants are really fond of is this thing called a log frame, which means that it's an abbreviation for logical framework. So it's a way of tracking how the st- the work you're doing is connected to the really big things in society. So if you say you want to uh, improve um, child health, but what you're working on is maybe teaching a village how to use soap when they wash their hands, you have to have a way of tracking how your little activities training people on the use of soap after using the toilet is actually going to help the Mm. child disease rates or something. And this logical framework is about if I do this, then this will happen. And if that happens, then this will happen. So there's a whole chain of logic that follows from your intervention to the outcome. Spreadsheets are brilliant for putting logical frameworks together. Grant givers (laughs) love that sort of pig, love that language. Absolutely, they do. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, Great to talk to you. Thank you. No worries. Opera singer Andrew Moran, currently touring as Sharpless in Madam Butterfly, said some singers use spreadsheets to learn the big role. I do have one baritone colleague who works with Opera Australia quite a lot who's a, a compulsive spreadsheeter in everything he does. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still trying to get my head across the practice, the spreadsheet approach to practising an operatic role. Here's, here's the bit. Uh, this is a long bit. This is hard. This requires me to work on this particular technique. So then I can keep track that I've done a half hour on that and I've done 10 minutes on this. And I... Yeah, there's a bit of that, but it's also just simply memorising the words. So say, the same as an actor would memorise the words. Like you, you, you might know, say, take Love O.M. again. If you know Marcello, if you know all the tunes that he sings, you might still have to memorise all the words. Mm. So he might, you know, break up the lines into slabs of text and learn a certain amount per day. So I've got a spreadsheet that's got, you know, four lines of text on it, and then I'm still confused as to how the spreadsheet makes it any better than just having the script. You and me both, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just transferring the script to another medium to do the learning. Yeah. Many people like to be considerate of their guests and show hospitality, but how many people use a spreadsheet to do that? 
I make a particularly good homemade burger, but not everybody wants all the things that go into a burger. Some people want bacon, some don't. Some people want raw onion, some people want cooked onion. And I use a spreadsheet to keep track of what my friends want in a burger so that when I invite them around next time, I can just show them a list from my existing spreadsheet and say, is this still correct? <laughs> and off I go and make them the burger that cannot be forgotten. I think you should send it to them beforehand and get them to update any details. Details. If uh, <laughs> please correct anything on the spreadsheet, otherwise that's what you'll be getting. Anyway, I do like a nice spreadsheet, <laughs> and it does rule most of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it can be a design aid. Well, because you can use discrete shapes within a spreadsheet, and you can use discrete colours within a spreadsheet, you can design a quilt very, very easily using a spreadsheet. Oh, so what you can create? You can use like hexagons or triangles or something on a spreadsheet. Yes. Exactly. Oh. And so it's actually unintentionally, it's like a template for designing quilts. Yes, yes. Uh, I have since bought myself a very good designing program, but before I found the design program, I used a spreadsheet. You can keep track of your gaming friends. I love a computer game called StarCraft, and I used to play every Monday night with two other friends, and we'd do a little cycle. Like, I'd play one friend while the other guy watched, and then the other like two would play and I watched whatever and we'd record all the possible stats like what level we're playing on how long it took for someone to win who won what team they were when they won and we'd have multiple pages on the spreadsheets and then we'd have like a result page that got every possible way that someone could be better than the other person in a statistical form and we could so we could you know gloat to each other about what elements of the game we're good at go camping so what we do is we get weigh all our gear on a kitchen scale and then add each item that you're carrying in your pack, including your pack, and, uh, and then you see how much weight you've got. If you've got 20 kilos or, you know, sometimes you've got to carry extra water. Mm. So you can deduct things, like if you've got three pairs of underpants. Um, we used it in a six-day walk in, on the Overland Track in Fazzy, and then a few years before that we did a nine-day walk on the south coast of Fazzy. So we have to carry, you know, maybe 20 kilos or 18 kilos for nine days. Observe the solar system. I use it for hiking like the last bloke, but I also use one for astronomy and teaching navigation. I um, uh, model the solar system and I put in a, a location and a time and a date and then... The, it makes a model of the solar system within the spreadsheet. Yeah. And I can show the scouts what the solar system would look like from the North Star, and then I can advance the solar system so they can see it all move one day or one month or whatever at a time. Ruin a reasonable pastime? A Sudoku, yeah. I, uh, I uh, created a spreadsheet that solves Sudokus for you. <laughs> That's hardly the point, is it? Yeah, exactly. I don't do them anymore because I know I can just solve them by putting them in my spreadsheet. (laughs) How to undermine the game. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I haven't. I I do them very, very rarely now, but about three years ago I thought, oh, I'm sure this can be solved with a spreadsheet. And, yeah, I did. You put the numbers in there and the computer can, the the spreadsheet can actually use a thing called uh, Boolean operators, which are true-false statements to go... Has this line got any ones in it? Has this line got any nines in it, or whatever? And then it just it cycles through, and it says, "Yeah, that there, that there." And sometimes there's a decision I have to make, but it's very rare. 
This is a very strange approach to Christmas. What mine is, is it's a shared bill calculator. So it started its genesis when I was a uni student sharing a house with people and we had people moving in and moving out. And then you'd get your power bill or your gas bill and you'd have to share that out. And I sort of did a spreadsheet for that, which was easy enough. But what I do now for, for our Christmas lunch, we've got six members of the family, some with, some without kids, and we all contribute something to the meal. So we ought to work out how much have you spent, I need to give you this. So what my spreadsheet does is I just get people to tell me how much money did you spend, how many people did you have, so two adults and two kids, kids get to half share, and then it works out, okay, you've spent more than the unit cost per person for your number of people, therefore Barbara needs to give you Sue $23, and then Michael needs to give Val $8, and it works out what, each person should pay and who should pay who what to settle the bill. You're not in a restaurant. This is like what you've all brought to the family Christmas lunch. Yeah, so if we have a big family Christmas and people can spend, you know, $100 or so on the turkey or the ham and then someone else might bring a salad. So say I spent $75 and I spent $13. I'm feeding myself, my wife and my two kids. So that's three shares, two adults and two half shares. That's how much I should pay is that many units. And it works out how many units you consumed, how much money you spent, and then the net result is how much you either get back or have to hand over to someone else. And is this part of the family ritual, what, after the presents or perhaps just <laughs> before you do Christmas pudding? Is that sounds very grinchy, doesn't it? But it's basically a case of some people tend to put more in than others, and that's a good way of settling it out. And it's a good excuse to catch up with them after Christmas to hand over the $3 or the $7. Right. Or I guess it's family transparency. Yeah. And I always suspected this. I think my, my crowning achievement in the spreadsheets is um, I'm a high school teacher and I use it to write my end-of-term reports. Okay. How does that um, work? So there's a, well, there's a little drop-down at the start for that, the nice kind of character statement. Little, little Jimmy's a, a polite student who works well in class and I've got about a hundred of them preloaded that I can pick <laughs> the one that applies and then I plug in... I plug in their marks and what kind of assessments they did and it it creates a statement based on that mark. Oh, they, they went really well in this as compared to the standard deviation across the rest of the class or, oh, they were in the bottom half so they get a comment like uh, needs to put in a bit more effort or didn't quite understand some stuff in these concepts. And, uh, Genius. Yeah, and then it crams it all together and I have a comment spat out at the end. What an amazing use of this simple accounting piece of software. How extraordinary. Look at all the things those people achieved. That's incredible. They have really got their life together. That's very, very impressive. And you know what? I'm not going to do any of it. Like I said, I'm not a spreadsheet guy. I don't think I'm ever going to start. Let me just check the spreadsheet about who did the uh, podcast today. Oh, yeah, Matt Hiley was on technical stuff. That's good. Let me just underneath. Jen Fleming was the radio producer. Oh, that's excellent. I you know, did the writing and put a bit of the stuff together, and that all just happened. I'll uh, just put that down under the current date, and uh, I'll just put uh, into the spreadsheet and calculate when it's going to be broadcast out. Oh, it's already been broadcast out because you're hearing it, so therefore it's in the podcast feed. So there you go. What else can I do? Um, this spreadsheet's useless. It didn't help me at all.